0: Hello, I am James Rowlands and for 400 episodes I've introduced myself to you. Well, today the WNR 400 is about every listener, subscriber, follower or member of the WNR family. For seven years we've had many highs and a few lows, but it's been a pleasure doing this every week. And with me for this very special show. Up first, it's the man who's been on more WNR podcasts than me this year. It is Monty. How you doing?
1: It's only right. It's only right that I'm here on this mo on this humongous. I was trying to say momentous, but I couldn't get it out. That's what happens when you try to use college words. This big enc- occasion is an honor to be here. I'm excited. Uh, 400 episodes, man. You are. I don't like. I said. I told you this the last time I was here for our special anniversary edition type of show, and I'm saying it again. Your work ethic, I commend you. This is a lot. And I'm happy to be here, but 400 episodes, like. And then think about it, we just did the Dubin' All Awards, you know I mean? I had the Christmas special, so it's just been a lot of exciting things going on. So I, I'm happy to be back, and I'm, I'm ready to get into this, man. Let's have some fun.
0: It is a pleasure to have you on the show. And up next, the woman who thinks Kenny Omega is overrated, and Charlotte is the best in the world. I might have that the wrong way around, but it is indeed Jaxie. How you doing?
2: You're already pushing my my, uh, temper and testing my patience, aren't you? (laughs) Happy 400. Um, Again, just like Monty, an honour to be uh, joining you on this episode. Um, I'm excited to get into things and just uh, continue to do what we do best.
0: That is a pleasure to have you on. A final extra special guest. And she might have picked Baker over Belair, but she's still welcome. It's Mrs. Ricky Stark. It's Gina. How are you going?
2: Hello, how are you? Thank you for having me on your special episode
0: today. Well, it is unbelievable to have you on here for the WNR 400. And like I said, hopefully today we can look back kind of retrospectively of everything that's happened in the past 400 episodes and of course the future as well. The first thing we know is how many people listen to the podcast has been. And without you guys, it is meaningless. Um, But before we get on to that, just ask you guys first up, uh, how was everybody's Christmas, Monty? How was your Christmas?
1: No, nah, just another day for me. You know, I relaxed, enjoyed the day with family, as everyone should. I, if you can, I, 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 hope that everyone has a chance to spend some time with everybody that they, their loved ones, and all that. But yeah, man, it's just another day, just relaxing. You know, doing what I usually do, but at, you know, trying to see more of the family. But yeah, it wasn't bad. It was, it was a good day, good night. Everything went we
0: will. Jaxie, what about you?
2: Yeah, again, just really great uh, spending time with family. Got to spend it with Gina, obviously, um, as well, who's my sister, uh, joining us on the show today. So we had a lot of fun. Um, just, you know, great to have some time off and actually be able to spend it with family, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's weird you two haven't actually mentioned spending like Christmas at the Christmas cottage, which we did as well. Of course, that's one of your favourite memories as well, <laughs> wasn't it, you know?
2: It really was. It was a highlight.
1: <laughs> See? That's too, I mean... much, too much egg, no. Too
0: much yeah, egg. Monty, I mean, you got wasted, Monty. I'm not going to go into details, but my God, what happened after <laughs> we went on the air? Uh, it was terrible, and, and Gina, did you manage to handle Jaxie with her having to go at Charlotte every five minutes, or was Christmas acceptable?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I spent most of Christmas drunk, so um, everything was acceptable <laughs> to me <laughs> on that day. But it it was nice to um, be with my sisters and my family, and yeah, just having a good few drinks, letting hair down. So definitely nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, Christmas is always a fantastic time of year. And like I said, the response we have from the Christmas episode and the WNR Awards. And basically, like I said, for seven years, uh, the response that we get, even with emails. And right now it is time because I've been promising shout-outs for so long. But I asked for suggestions for the WNR 400. And boy, did you guys deliver. Basically, asked for anything that we've done in 400 episodes and basically just let us know about it, and I'll try and come even from memory, or we'll go into a bit of detail. So up first, we've got Joe Parker, who asked about the original intro. Now guys, I haven't always been as great as I am with the podcast. First I had my posh accent for a few episodes, where you're not really sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is Gina, you understand, when you kind of start doing your first couple of podcasts, you're not really sure... Should you do yourself? Should you and I kind of chose to the um, oh yes, hello and welcome to the WNR, which kind of didn't really work. <laughs> uh, did you find <laughs> any problems with that, Gina, or did you think just going to be myself?
2: Um, no, I I had to I had to ask Jaxie to give me sort of you know the all know about being on a podcast. I was so nervous. I didn't know whether to talk about myself and my views more or more talking just generally. Because I didn't want um I didn't know if you had a certain goal with your with your podcast and I didn't know whether you wanted certain people to be listening it to it for didn't, certain reasons uh, or whether yeah. they wanted my actual opinion so she basically didn't know whether or not she was going to come on here and offend a shit ton of people and didn't know whether or not to just make it, make everyone like her. And so I just told her to be it's herself. It's not about because... making everyone like me. I just didn't want people not being happy with the podcast because I just slammed all of their favourites.
0: <laughs> They're never happy. They are never happy with a podcast with certain things. But it's never the yeah. guest. It's usually just me. I stopped caring what people thought about 25 episodes in. I'm not going to lie. You, you can't yeah. take... Everything on, but it you don't take, take long. Things. No, but like Everyone. you said, Andy, you've got your own show, and if you listen to every negative, I understand constructive criticism, but after a while, you just have to go yeah. look, people are going to like it, or people are going to dislike it, and hopefully, people that dislike it won't listen to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, and you know the podcast is free too, in my case, right, you know, until i you know I'm for now guy, uh, <laughs> the podcast <laughs> is free, so like you know, uh, you got the right to cut it on, cut it off, so I just i i it, it was quickly I stopped doing it i used to have, I used to micromanage everything about my show, write down every little detail, try to be and I still write a little bit, but now I just kind of you know bullet points, go from memory and just be myself like the show flows so much easier. My favorite podcasts when I got into this are like the conversation style podcast that you don't even really realize is a podcast cuz like it has a show format but you don't even notice it because it just feel like two three people talking. So that's what I try to bring to my podcast just just have a conversation, be myself, be free, just have fun because what's the point of doing it if I can't, you know, be myself and have fun with it. So yeah, you just like you said, you got to you got to Keep like, of course, you got to be mindful of the audience, but at the same time, when it comes to being, you know, being who you are, having your opinions and all of that, that's the whole point of the show. That we all have our individual opinions, and that's what makes us special, and that's what it's going to get come across to people when they're listening to you. So, yeah, but I had learned that, like you said, it can it took, it took time, just like you, John. You had to figure that out as you go, <laughs> but yeah, you say- had to
0: figure it out. I mean, I started with paper scripts because I weren't sure how to work it. And usually, and, and this is the thing, and I'm not going to defend Dan so early on, my former partner in crime as it was, but I used to just do a script of about seven to 8,000 words. And I'd be like, there you go. We'll just read part and part. But when you think about the even the changes, how I was doing a podcast was like, me and Dan used to just like, so we'd watch everything, that like would show him and get his thoughts. And after a while you worry oh, is that person just saying stuff that you're saying? And that's why I love the fact, especially with you two, you know, coming on with Monty and Jaxie, and not having a script, me going through it and just getting your kind of, you know, feedback and your thoughts and thinking, you yeah, are actually not alone. You know, there are other people. I'm not forcing right. people to like certain things, and we all disagree sometimes on certain things, but I think that's what makes it such a pleasurable experience now, you know?
1: Really?
0: And this is yeah like yeah.
1: that's that's what makes these shows great, you know what I'm saying, that difference of opinion, but also the common ground you can find in it. and like I said, just having a conversation where you know things get touched on, you know entertaining, whether it's funny or not, whether it's serious, you know it's that's what makes these podcasts great, and that's what brings people back
0: well, listen to say, and there's a lot of stuff from the early on days, and and I went <laughs> below I'm laughing now because fan of the flash you know obviously everybody knows the dc DC show that's there now and i got really into the intro theme could always loved to him introducing himself kind of talking about it so someone asked about the original intro theme so i'm gonna play it now quickly just for have not heard it in quite a while my name is james <laughs> Rowlands, and i am a lifelong wrestling fan in 2015 i started a podcast with my friend dan white Reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views NXT and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network watching ECW, WCW and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you and we are the WNR. I just like the fact I didn't take myself too seriously early on, you know, otherwise it it would have been a real problem. Um, But again, you know, this is the things you learn. And it's about the kind of seriousness as well. When you take the subject matter serious, but don't take yourself too seriously. I think that's what I found uh, with that. And a lot of... No? Sorry? It's kind of like trial and
2: error. Like, you know, you always yeah. have to go through trying something. And some things aren't going to work. But in order to get to the, the place that you want, you need to go through different errors to figure out what works for you.
0: I think without a doubt. So what we're going to gonna try and do now is come up with a new intro for that music about where we are right at this moment. It may – I've not practised this. So this may be the biggest pile of shit going. But, hey, everybody listening to the what you said – it's for free. It's for free. It's fine. So it's <laughs> could be awful, but we're going to try it now. And goddamn it, and we'll see how I get on. <clears throat> Lights. Yeah. <laughs> Action. My name is James Rollins, and in 2015, I started a dubbing our podcast with Dwayne, Jared, and finally Dan joining me on this epic quest today with more wrestling knowledge than any before. The WNR consisted of Monty, Jaxi with help from the Ultra One, and of course, Genius Gina. Until we've viewed everything, we are with you, and we are the WNR. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Yay. I apologise.
2: I love that. I need
1: need an
0: applause, but. (laughs)
2: I definitely am going to like vote for myself to be the Cisco of the group that comes up with the thing like the villain names and everything like that and is the comedian factor because that is definitely it.
0: <laughs> well I apologize. It's gonna be a lot of that I think, Genius Gina. <laughs> well I couldn't I, I like, that. Up, it's like nice. It's like nice. Gina. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that. It makes me sound more intelligent.
1: <laughs> Mysterious Monty. <laughs> Mysterious
0: Monty <laughs> But that's the way it is. We are, like we said, a team here. And basically, we're going to look... Uh, a lot of emails, like we said, and suggestions for people. So, like, Stephen Parton said, one of my favourite things is the news that you cover. So let's have a look at news. So we've got a couple of Ooh. news stories uh, to get on with <laughs> And I've not picked these for any reason whatsoever. But the first story is Twitter are reportedly focused on looks for more female signings. They've altered their hiring policies, and they're basically looking for women who've kind of got a better look than most other. Uh, basically, you've got to be good looking and uh, they prefer blondes. Jaxie, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, I, I don't know if you can see this right now, but my eyes could not be rolling so much more to the back of my head <laughs> ever right now than they are right now. Like Vince, Vince McMahon does these sorts of things. Just He calls out this sort of stuff because he just actually wants to get on my nerves. He just really wants to get under my skin. The man, the man is mad. If he actually thinks that that is the way to getting uh, to, uh, becoming like a greater promotion than other different promotions out there, he's insane. Because that to me just shows how superficial that that wrestling company has become, and it, it starts to make me lose faith in in what the company can actually bring in the future of of wwe I, I think he's just starting to add a lot of damage to his com- company's reputation in a way that it might not survive over the next few coming years especially with other promotions actually get gaining a lot more momentum and this isn't just with regards to discussing uh aew that's why i, I say other promotions because there are a, a lot more other promotions that we've covered and spoken about this year that are great, gaining a lot more traction, a lot more fans. And this is another way to just keep pushing those people towards those promotions because this is just some bullshit right here.
0: Does anybody, Monty, do you want to disagree? <laughs> 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 do I want to disagree? Do you even <laughs> want to
2: disagree <laughs> agree on that one? All I did was change truth. You do know, I want- I'm just turning.
1: Okay, all right. Let me I'm gonna be honest with you. When I first read this, I was like, ah, they mean look like Ivy Nile or like Jay Cargill, right? They mean that that type of looks. And no, they didn't mean that <laughs> they didn't mean that whatsoever. Um, my that we all what type of looks talking about. Oh goodness. Okay, well, at this point, I'm not, I mean, are we really even surprised? I, but I do wonder this, like if you are if you're a woman on the roster or do, who been signed over the last five years, do you not take this as a diss? <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> you, I mean have you not been looking at have you did you didn't take looks into consideration the last five years? I just don't feel like they've never not taken looks into consideration. That's all. Like that like acting like they this is a new focus. It's funny to me because I hmm. think this has always been part of it. I mean, it ain't I mean, it wasn't as egregious over the last ten years because, but like the beginning of this decade, you go back to the early 2010s, the Eve Torres era. No offense to any of those ladies, but that's when Johnny yeah, but, John Laurinaitis was targeting beautiful beautiful the, women. So I don't think that ever really yeah, changed. Yeah. If you that's why say. we got a diva. That's
2: why we got the Divas Championship, and not like right. the women's, because it just turned into like a. Sh- essentially a show with with models and i think that a lot of the women in wwe have uh worked so hard over the past few years especially since 2018 um uh to kind of solidify like how legitimate women's wrestling can be again you've got certain wrestlers out there that just really should ultimately command res- the respect of the ring um and those being the likes of oscar beth phoenix sasha banks even bailey like the all these different uh, uh, female wrestlers that have solidified that they're not divas, that they are, in fact, female wrestlers. And yet it's almost like we're just kind of solidifying here that WWE as a company are still living in the dark ages where like, it is predominantly about looks matter. I mean, if that's the way that they're going, then that's what I mean about uh, their company not progressing um, anywhere in a positive manner uh, in the f- future to come. Uh, all they're going to be doing is probably losing out on viewership if they literally know that these women have been hired just for their looks, be- not because of they have a, a passion for wrestling or have any a, a, um, idea as to what to do in the ring. You, you're just basically telling us you're looking for a bunch of Eva Maries again. And if that's the case, I'm really sorry to actually use Eva Marie as, as an example, but that is the perfect example of a waste of a slot on, a, on on the female roster for God knows how many years and what did she accomplish? And it's like, you know, it could be down to like WWE booking as well with the way that they booked her and everything like that. But from from seeing when she first came into the business, from seeing her return even till now, it doesn't seem like there was any progression over the years of her honing her skill as a wrestler. So we're just going to continue. You're you're basically just telling us you're going to continue looking for women like that, are you? Because that's what's going to lose you fans. That's got, what's going to cost you viewership. If that's like the type of, you know, you're you're getting rid of the likes of like Ember Moon and and Nia Jax and and other female wrestlers. Um, and yet, you, you know, you're you're looking to hire more Eva Marie. No thanks. I'm out.
0: Well, it seems you're all right with it.
3: (laughs) You asked my my opinion. You should have have just saved that for
0: reaction. (laughs) You should have just saved that (laughs) for reaction, bro.
1: That would have been a great reaction topic, but that's real news.
0: That is real news. That is real news. (laughs) Um, I seem to have (laughs) spent my last time Gina was on. We were talking about a Mexican drug cartel taking over professional wrestling. I'm pretty sure. That that. So I was looking through the news, as you do, and I thought, found a perfect story. Pro wrestler uses iron spike to stab referee in head in horrifying Texas video shows. Yeah. Now, Monty, you're quite... Oh, I say, wow. I'd say you're quite nearby. You've heard of this story, haven't you, Monty? <laughs>
1: I'm quite nearby. Yes. Uh I have definitely heard of this. It is absolutely as horrifying as it sounds. Right. Uh
0: yeah, I don't know what to uh, say about that other recent? than this is well Yes, it was yes. recent. This occurred December eleventh. Not... Oh. This December eleventh yes. at the Christmas Star Wars event.
2: Is, is the referee okay?
0: Well, let's, let's see. Uh, Lando a referee in a match that featured performer Devin Nicholson, who was paid $75 and supposed to be hit with a spike by Nicholson, included. This is what the referee told the local newspaper. He was then supposed to cut himself, the referee was, as a razor, as part of a planned stunt, uh, but the referee told he didn't blade hard enough to Nicholson's liking. Nicholson... Needed in no, the real way. Known as Hannibal or Bloodhunter, there there is a graphic video to be watched uh, where he's basically on top of the referee, punching him, stabbing him with the iron spike. You can hear the referee screaming. He even puts him in a kind of like a sleeper, choking him out whilst he's stabbing him as referees and other people trying to get. Somebody somebody gets off him. Um, And he posted the referee on Twitter with the kind of, well, the um, spike marks on top of his head as well and saying he had a 300-man pa- man on his back and uh, he thought he was actually going to die. Um, weirdly enough, the CEO of World Class Pro Wrestling, where it actually happened, says he will no longer be associated with Nicholson, weirdly enough. Um, it was a horrifying attack. One of the things that have not been said, as Nicholson said, that it was um, because of the mask he was wearing. He had difficulty seeing what's happening in front of him. Uh, so that's his excuse Um, but I Uh don't know if the authorities have actually gone any any further or not I mean Gina we'll ask you first is there any place for this in professional wrestling
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean definitely not there's clearly was not a great level of um you know them speaking with each other and having having those discussions to if if they wanted to go for an effect of of him being stabbed you know and as they do cut their own heads with the with the little razor or something it should have been looked into a lot more than that because you know had that had that blade gone any deeper that could have been a more life-threatening injury rather than having just the staples in the head i think that's i I get the brutality factor people want to bring it in wrestling but from the again i haven't seen or heard anything of this before you guys have just told me but i can imagine that scene to be so horrifying to watch and it's just hard because we do know that there have been accidents in the ring where wrestlers have lost their lives we have seen loads of you know, videos and stories about that. So, I definitely would would not want to see a referee getting stabbed in the head in any of the wrestling productions
0: I, I watch. see how fucked up was it? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like it's just as fucked up as it sounds.
0: Like, like I, I, I promise
1: you, like that description of it is pretty much the best you can do without actually watching it. I don't, I wouldn't even, re- I don't recommend people watch traumatic stuff and it it can be all borderline traumatic looking at it. So yeah, it's just unfortunate. I don't even really understand how you can explain how it got out of hand the way it did. You know, I know things go crazy in wrestling. I know, you know, spots happen, but yeah, that's, just, it was just on a whole nother level of just bad and nobody wants to any part of that. Nobody want to see that. I didn't, you know, I don't even know. Yeah, like even if you are into like the death match scene and you really like watching stuff like that, nobody want to see senseless, like just brutal stuff like that. It it, it was rough. And like I said, I wouldn't even recommend people seek it out. But yeah, it's just as bad as it sounds.
0: Yeah, it was really, really horrible. And hopefully, um, you know, the police can actually do something about it as well. The guy's life, you know, on the line, it kind of, you know, we see New Jack do it in the past and it was certain things take a liberty with wrestlers, but there was no need, especially when he's not even a wrestler and it's a referee. And we spoke about this when a fan got involved recently. Uh, the fact is that, you know, there's a line of course this was cost, and hopefully, you know, gets work ever, ever again in professional wrestling. Um but we do move on from that and Dylan Black asked about Elephant or F one. Now, unfortunately, Elephant or F1 hasn't been played since uh, Dan left because that was, well, that's basically who came up with the game. And it was as easy as it sounds. You had to make a noise and then guess if it was Elephant or F1. I'm not going to attempt to make a noise or an Elephant or an F1 car because it would just go down in games. Uh, but Monty, just wondering, <laughs> can you make a sound of an uh, Elephant no. or an F1 car, maybe? <laughs>
1: No, I can't make. I got nothing for you. Absolutely nothing. Like vroom, that's all I got for you. That's horrible. Um, and I don't even know what to tell you about. I, I can't even begin. Hey,
2: now that's what pretty good. That? Um, I have no. We mood. don't really. Uh, we don't really watch F1. Um, that, so that
0: scared the hell out be. of me. But <laughs> <laughs> if you could guess from that sound, if it was an elephant or an F1 car, what, what would you go for?
2: I don't Neither. think it worked out in the way that uh, you expected.
0: No, it never does. It, it really, really yeah. never does. But that's, yeah. that's why the game died. The, the game <laughs> died with him. To be fair. Yeah, Dylan, why are you asking about this for? Why don't you go find Dan somewhere doing a podcast with someone else? I don't why know. You go find is. an elephant. Yeah, 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 all that, you know, you know, Lewis Hamilton's biggest fan, huh? Uh, we'll move on then. And Garrett Huckmouth, you've got to be careful of that, talked about dream debuts. Now, this was another segment we used to use, uh, dream debuts. Uh, so, I know we definitely did one with The Rock, because, of course, that was quite a famous one, and Chris Jericho as well. Is there any other famous debuts that we can think of at the top of our heads? Uh, that would be worthwhile in the history of professional wrestling. Now, let me have a think oh, about it. So you've got un- obviously Undertaker, Brock, yeah. Um Kurt Angle, maybe. That'd be quite a good one. The Ringmaster. I mean, I
2: don't, I don't know if like,
0: this is a uh, personal opinion book. Could you say Alistair Black? We could, exactly. Alistair Black could be fine. Any debut yeah. on AEW now.
1: Instead of the ringmaster, can we just say Stone? Yeah, I mean, I'd actually even
2: say, you know, uh, Alistair Black from NXT's debut, but then even Malachi Black's debut on AEW, like both of them were just like mesmerizing.
0: Yeah, I think that's the same. Brian Daniels' debut. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. what we had this year, Cole and um, All Out was was something else, I suppose. I mean, the Undisputed
1: Era in NXT. The Undisputed Era. Or, you know, when Adam Cole first showed up in NXT, that was kind of a it was a big moment, I remember, when it happened.
0: Yeah, Cheap Shot and Drew McIntyre uh, yeah. behind. Cheap Shot. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. my <laughs> man. Still not over it. Still not over it.
2: The <laughs> um, <laughs> so
0: bitter i oh, know oh, no. it still annoys me to this day because i think dan won a bonus point with it which annoyed me even more so uh, anyway joe mama next uh not joe mama joe mama i'm sorry joe. joe you probably had a lot of shit in your life and you didn't email in to get more from me but uh he asked <laughs> He said, one of my favourite things you used to do was a segment called uh, Pyro Making Wrestlers Jump. And yes, I did while. My favourite thing was to go through the archives and find any fireworks that made Wrestlers Jump. Um, There's not any that spring to my mind right now, but William Regal would be good. Uh, Eric Young used to pretend um, to be scared of it back in impact, but I always like it when it goes off. I'm sure it's happened to RVD a couple of times and Jeff Hardy as well. And then Jack Luffy said, Remember when you used to do an actual network review? Well, yes, that's what the WNR used (laughs) to the WWE network review until WWE. Tried to shut us down. See, he tried to shut us down. Um, but this got me thinking, actually, how we watch wrestling. Because, of course, uh, the WWE Network is not the only thing I watch nowadays. There's a plethora of platforms that are going to go through. Uh, but first of all, quite interesting. So, first up for you, what kind of streaming services and stuff do you watch to uh, watch the wrestling? And what kind of companies is it? Is it just the one? How do you watch it?
2: Um, I mainly use Fight TV and YouTube, and I mainly just watch uh, AEW now. I did used to have the WWE Network, um, but I kind of lost interest for
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. fine. And like I said, with Fight TV, it's a subscription sale. It's about £8 a month or something like that, isn't it, for Fight TV? Mm -hmm. Especially with the AEW. Um,
2: It actually works out cheaper. It's like $4.99 a month. So it kind of works
0: out cheap. And that's with so, Rampage, Dynamite, and all the AEW shows yeah. involved, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And obviously, Jackson, you've got the network as well, yeah.
2: I do. I did have Peacock, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if it's because we're here in the UK, but the, it just it buffers so much. I've had so much issues with it. I just thought I got rid of it.
0: Monty, you ride the cock, didn't you? You know, I don't. You know, I
1: don't, I don't call what I do riding it. I I literally stream it though, but the cock definitely has tried to ride me because it is horrible. But in the middle of live network specials, like oh my yeah. goodness, like uh, but not all the time. But like they, like I said, it's improving over here in America in My opinion, I gotta give it props, it's not as bad as, as it may seem, but it's just inconsistent and it's nowhere near as good as it was when it was on the network. Uh, they obviously need to work on that, and I only really watch it for the specials in NXT UK, and then of course, like Broken Score Ranch, if depending on the guest or you know, if I'm bored and I got extra time, which is never these days, I would watch a WWE 24 or something on the network, but. Yeah, really just for NXT UK. So I can, of course, do our reviews, but also just because I like NXT UK. And uh, I, right now I use YouTube TV. I got unlimited DVR Cloud Space. That's why I use them. So I get all the weekly stuff pretty much like the Raws, the 2.0, the Dynamite, Rampage, you know, SmackDown. I get all of it and I, I DVR it. I rarely get a chance to walk, catch anything throughout the week live, but I, I usually catch it the next morning or something like that. And of course, New Japan World for all my New Japan content and the occasional strong episode. And then YouTube, YouTube highlights for anything else, like anything else I can't catch, or if it's uh like some stuff like every now and then I, I use Fight TV maybe for a Ring of Honor thing or an honor Club if it, depending on the card. None this year, but I have in the past. So it's been you know it depends. There's a lot, like you said, so many different platforms now. Depending on the scenario, you could catch me on one or watching something off of it, but. Yeah, that's usually what I stream on for the most part.
0: Do you think, I mean, i ask you, Gina, with this, do you think WWE shot themselves on the foot by releasing Raw and SmackDown, the kind of high two-minute clip, kind of the next day, so people don't actually have to watch the episode? Because I find that with a lot of people, especially people that email in, they go, well, what's the point of watching three hours when you can just watch, you know, 10 minutes of clips?
2: I mean, I I definitely agree. Especially, I don't know, and maybe with the more the younger generation, they'll just watch the clips because they won't have like the attention span to stay for like three hours when the content isn't exactly that enticing. But um, I do think that they've shot themselves in the foot trying by put, putting them on these other platforms because I I just feel like it it feels like more more advertisement, longer break it cuts out more content than what we're, we're even getting within that time. So, um, I definitely think they've shot themselves in the foot in terms of how they've gone about moving them across.
0: It seems a bit weird. I mean, cause the amount of stuff that I have to stream, it is unbelievable. I actually made a list uh, of things that is there. First off, well, out of five, the top five basically. Number five is New Japan Pro Wrestling World. I want to get your thoughts on this, Monty. For for me, it's a poor design. There's a wait for the English content. You can't go out and then back into a program. So if you've already watched, it's like Wrestle Kingdom. is a three-hour show. You've watched two hours. You you go out and then you have to fast forward two hours again. And the time and the the, the fast forward feature is actually off. So you don't even know if you're really in right the right amount of time until you paused it. Um and there's a voice lag sometimes as well and of course there's no app on the uh tablet if you want to watch it. Monty, have you found it yeah. less uh, aggravating than I have?
1: <laughs> yeah, only because uh when I use it it's either on my I've used it in the past on my computer or uh if you are is like if you're a gamer like me, I I I watch it on my Xbox which has a Microsoft like Office, like web browser on the game. So if you go straight and you use the New Japan world, from my experience on the Xbox, I've been able to control it much easier, honestly. I know what you're talking about, especially on certain apps, depending on what you're using. uh, It can be a, a bother, but I I don't know. Maybe I just got used to it over the years. It still is, like you said, it's, it's little problems with it. I don't watch anything live. So the English delay don't bother me. By the time I catch it, (laughs) the delay is out anyway. So that doesn't bother me anyway. Uh, Unless it's Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom, the only thing I watch live, and I don't need English commentary for Wrestle Kingdom. I'm yelling. I don't care what the announcers say. I'm watching the matches. I'm screaming louder than them most of the time anyway. So that doesn't bother me when I'm watching live shows. But uh, you know, I can like I said, it is a bother. Even the time difference, especially for Americans over here. I'm pretty sure it's the same way for you guys. Like, the time difference of when their shows are live, it's almost impossible to actually catch something live unless you plan for it and, you know, make sure that you're going to be up, especially for my time zone. So, you know, it's it's definitely little problems that I can see that probably can, is the, one of the main reasons that stops New Japan from expanding in some ways. But I don't know. I found a, a nice little workaround, and I've been spamming it, so I don't have the consistent issue that you do
0: this is the thing. I try and watch everything on the Fire Stick, and sometimes that can be a little bit temperamental. Uh, now for number okay, four, I know exactly what you're talking about with the Fire Stick. Yeah, fire the Fire Stick, is stick app
1: is trash. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean.
0: It is, it is quite bad sometimes. Uh, number four is BT Sport. Uh, of course, I've uh, got the app for that for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Sometimes for Raw and SmackDown, you get the catch-up. With no adverts, sometimes they can't be bothered. If there's more important events, I don't know, like the Ashes at the moment. Uh, NXT, you have to fast forward during the ad breaks, and sometimes when you've got your head in your hands, you just can't fast forward enough in time. Doesn't show picture in picture, which can be a little bit of annoyance. Uh, Number three, Fight TV for me. The AEW and the pay per view. Uh, The AEW uh, the. Dynamites and picture in picture is a whole new thing for me. It's like, it's because we're getting more. I mean, Jackson, you've noticed this. It's like for a dynamite, we'll get probably an hour and 45 minutes rather than the kind of hour and 20 we do on SmackDown.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I actually prefer it like that. I'm not going to lie. It makes my attention span um, more sick with sticking with watching the the screen rather than trying to go. Go here, there, and there, everywhere, especially when it's during matches. Such as um, there was a there was a great moment in the uh, Brian Danielson uh, uh, versus Minoru Suzuki match that happened, that took place, and uh, a picture and picture came up, um, and I am so glad I didn't look away because there were some great moments in there, and those are moments that us as TV viewers would not necessarily get to see. So that would be limited to the house viewers actually being able to getting a chance to see those great spots um and so i just think it works better for both ways like you still get your advert uh, advertisements can be happy and all yay but we still get to see the the content of a live wrestling match you know it's it's much easier back in the day when it was all pre-recorded they could you know take into consideration okay so let's pause you know here and then like replay from when the ad is over but from live tv like this is what they probably should do a lot more often um, in order for us to actually feel like we're still able to be inclusive within like the whole match itself, especially when one isn't enjoying that match.
0: Yeah, and the other thing about fight that I, uh, I didn't like was the impact pay-per-views you can't keep forever, the, the AEW ones you can. And Gina asked you, if AEW were to come up with a subscription service where you could just watch Dynamite Rampage's uh, and the pay per after. Would you get that over Fight TV? Was there anything else you use Fight for?
2: Um, it would It would mainly be just for AEW, so I probably would switch to whatever platform that they sort of put it on. Um, but I, I enjoyed the fact of being able to have access to other things on there. I just haven't really bothered to check anything else out. <laughs>
0: that's why I said there was stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if, I, if you don't select what you want and you just get so many, like, celebrity boxing. You, know, you go, what? Well, no, 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 give yeah. me Dynamite. And I think that's another frustration of you haven't kind of got a homepage where you can select, oh, here's my Dynamites, here's my Rampage. You have to kind of go through what's on demand. And then it's there. Yeah. I just want it. I'm so lazy. I want to turn the TV on, press one button and watch Dynamite. You know, that's, that's, that's all right. I want. Uh, Lead me <laughs> to sure. the WWE Network. Two, um, one of the things that really got my nerves was trying to watch NXT's and then when Vic Joseph goes oh it's picture in picture and they just cut it out we don't actually see the picture in picture so it never ever actually existed on WWE Network and the severe lack of new content except for maybe the bump um, of course, you can select the matches from the shows, which is really handy. You've got NXT UK, the old pay-per-views. But the new content, uh, there was a mass firing behind the scenes of WWE Network about six months ago. But, Monty, do you think the Network, that was one of the positives from it, the fact that we were getting these documentaries and, like, WWE 24s every week, so it's something to look forward to? Yeah, that was one of the major positives, one of the reasons why
1: it had any staying power that it had other than old pay-per-views like for nostalgia purposes and you know wanting to check out maybe the Attitude Era or eras of course other eras of of the past uh it didn't really have any other value uh without that original content that original content uh that they like you said WWE 24 I could put that that documented series or just look getting that backstage you can put that up with anything because you there's no other company Really, that even that before that, that ever gave you that type of viewpoint of behind the curtain. And uh so that that show has always been great. And but, you know, we don't get enough of them. Same thing with, uh you know, I mean, even Broken Skull, that that's probably one of the most frequent, like you said. But then we have to deal with stuff like the bump, which is, I guess. All right. But I don't really spend my time looking, checking for the bump. Yeah. I don't you know, I don't you know, they've, they've always they had many different options. They used to have these countdowns. All types of uh, old content in the vault that they, I know they still used to show, but like the network when it was in, when it was actually pretty good, had all types of content, even content that we didn't ask for, like that uh, that prank show that they had Swerved. the was doing, like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: even Swerve. like even content nobody even asked for, they had. So, but now it's like I it's a ghost town. Is it on the
2: road, Is it like the on the road one, was it right? Like
1: you know, yeah, yeah, like, those riders, right whatever. Right along, right along. Long, yeah. long table for three, table for three. Yeah,
0: table
2: that used to be a good three, one yeah. as well. Yeah, I remember
1: that. Yeah, all the good ones are pretty much gone at this point, and you just deal with either specials. You have the bump, and then you have these sporadic, you know, specials every now and then. But yeah, it's like a ghost town now, man. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I get it, like you said with the firings, but yeah, it's it's, it's definitely. It deserves to be a tab on another streaming service. Like I can see why it's Peacock now. It's not its own yeah. service anymore because it barely is is worth. Like I, the fact that I, I missed the WWE Network, but what the network is now, it probably don't need to be called that anymore because they're obviously not gonna be producing any, that much original content at the rate they used to. Nah, no,
0: i the Icon season that they started, um, they've postponed that as well. So it'll be interesting to see why they never did another Legends House. I'll never know because that's probably one of my favourite network shows that I've ever yes. watched as well. And especially if you go back and watch it now, you look at the talent like you know, Roddy Piper and Mean Gene. And Pat Patson and basically everybody, break right your heart, you know, if you want to cheer yourself up over Christmas. Uh, but the best streaming subscription for me personally, like I said, I spend money on the network, spend money on Fight TV, on NJPW, uh, BT Sport. But the number one is actually something that is free to use. And it's definitely in the UK, it's un. Believable. That is Impact streaming service. Twenty four hour stream. So you just go straight on there, and it will stream whatever event is in the archives. Uh, You don't need a subscription to watch any of the latest impacts or the Impact specials. Yeah, that's right. You don't need to even subscribe. Just download the app, go in there, select the Impact, all the specials, and like I said, there's there's four five paper our impact specials which are on there as well you can go in and out of programs you can resume fast forward function is fine uh even little tricks like you watch it on your fire stick it it brings up adverts switch to your tablet it doesn't show it so you can watch it advert free if you watch it on your tablet or your ipad and whatever else that is and you don't have to spend any money and even so when they brought mickey james and christian back they give you a little free uh, section of best mickey james matches and best christian matches as well and you can pay you your extra for well, and watch all the old classic, you know, um, TNA pay per view events as well that they've got with, um, you know, inside the impact zone as well. So, for me, it's really, really worthwhile to go check that out. And I don't think, think for me, I don't think a lot of people know. Did anybody here know that impact was actually just free? <laughs> I no, didn't. I didn't, I okay. definitely didn't.
2: <laughs> no, me neither. So
0: it's just there. Like I say, you don't have to spend... Because this is the thing with wrestling fan. You have to watch your pocket as well, especially with pay-per-views. And that's why I think with AEW, it's good that there's not monthly shows. And, of course, with the network, uh, you know, with Day One and programs and that coming up. And I think Impact kind of sort it out. But it's interesting to look back into it uh, and all the streaming services and kind of what they offer, see if they can improve as well. But we go back to shout-outs. And Jay O'Brien uh, talked about WWE versus WSW. And this was something that we did on a podcast, um, 1996 to 1999, we followed, basically until WSW got shit. Uh, is there anything, uh, I'll start with you, Gina, during the Monday Night Wars, what kind of memory uh, or what can you think of that's probably your favourite moment during the Attitude Era? The Attitude Era,
2: there's so many things to choose from. Um... But the first thing that I can think of is Stone Cold Steve Austin and Booker T fighting in a supermarket.
0: (laughs) That was this time of year as well, about 20 years ago, actually. So that's a classic moment. Yeah,
2: (laughs) that moment was just so brilliant. I don't even remember how old I was, but I was still a kid around that age at that point, I think. And I, I had no idea what was truly going on. I kept thinking to myself, why are they not in a ring? fighting? Why are they in the supermarket? <laughs> but it was just so awesome because it wasn't something you saw every day.
0: So, mm. yeah. You know, thinking about that, 20 years since the invasion angle, is that uh, Jaxie for you? Is this the most botched storyline in history? You had money in the bank, literally with WWE vs I mean, It's got to be. You,
2: you kind of got, it's got to be, hasn't it, really? I mean, this was like sort of moment where like everything was still as as we call it attitude error so there was a lot of uh extremities you definitely would not see you know pass through now um but they were just there was something that was a lot more uh what's the right word um improvised about uh the attitude error that just kind of gave it that continuous element of surprise that you just never knew what to expect and i think that 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 element during that time just kind of worked so well with the with the move as well with WCW as well. Just crossing over, uh, it just all played into the bigger factor that just won the, everyone over. Plus, you had such lovable wrestlers that probably shouldn't should even be seen as heels, but you just couldn't help but love them. And those uh, and you know Booker T and Stone Cold's feud was one of the highlights of that era for sure. That. You know, you, I could even think of like the the whole shtick with Crangle and Stone Cold as well. Um That was just really entertaining. I'll never get over the Angle bringing out a milk a milk truck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <is just> a... <laughs>
2: <laughs> the milk truck was the best. <laughs>
0: there were so many moments. You think about. You know, and I think this is the problem with AEW and WWE or AEW fans now they want a kind of war and they, they want it to be the same. And it it's not the same and be, because of how different it was. And even looking back at WWE and thinking they were beating WWE every week, millions upon millions of fans watching mm-hmm. it during that time. And also we can hope for again and hopefully there is going to be a moment that kind of sparks, I don't to say a war, but just kind of, like, you know, another golden generation. Because I think people, too many, too many times, we look back at the Attitude era and go, oh, I wish it was like the Attitude era. And like you said, um, the perfect thing is, no, we just want to watch a, a wrestling show when we're not sure what's going to happen. You know, each time, each yeah. each minute, each hour, oh, this wasn't going to happen. And this is what, I think what made Dynamite so good this year is kind of got that feeling back of, oh, right, you know, we're not mm-hmm. sure what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I mean there were definite there's definite um, examples you can pull from sort of modern era now that show that uh, you know uh, Dynamite is a, is a perfect example of showing where you know they they aren't afraid to be like okay well this didn't go to exactly as planned but we're, we're, we've got you know we're going to get this out of it and they they take us through like a new storyline a new process and show us how they're working around it I think like is different to the attitude era but at the same time you're we we still get so many new different surprises that might pop up on AEW Dynamite I think that's what makes it work and that's what makes people actually think back to the attitude era back to the Monday Night Wars because we we did just kind of go through and experience the Wednesday Night Wars and the AEW came out on top.
0: to see if history will repeat itself or what the future does hold and it's, it was good looking back at 20 years uh, back then to see WWE and WWE because WWE were really really good as well that's some part of the reason to go back in 96 and 97 uh, but move on with this and we've got Ethan liker.
2: i that Goldberg is actually relevant, and you'd actually like him like you know if you want to go back and appreciate what Goldberg did bring to wrestling go back then don't look at any of the stuff like after,
0: after two to error times. Well, that's going to come up for a reaction. So we've got Ethan Lycan up next talking oh. about superstar profiles. Now, this was saying that I went into depth. And I think this is one of the reasons why Jared left originally, because I decided to do a trilogy. Actually ended up being four podcasts of The Undertaker, looking at his uh, 30-year career. Other superstar profiles, Randy Orton, CM Punk. Uh, my favourite one personally was Nigel McGuinness, because I don't think a lot of people uh, know a lot of Nigel's work. Uh, so, Monty, if you could pick a superstar that we'd have a podcast about, who would you pick?
1: Uh, let's see. That's, that's tough, man. There's so many to choose from. Uh, so it can be, it can be passed or
0: prison, huh? That's Anytime, what I say, I'm saying, yeah. Because the thing is, is okay, like, so to, to do, I thought about a rock or a Stone Cold Steve Austin and I thought, well, no, like Mankind, that'd be like two or three shows, but it's always difficult to try and pick a guy you think's worthwhile.
1: Yeah, it, it really is because it's like you can choose from so many, and then you got some people whose arcs or time in the business is shorter than others. You know, uh, I, I know like it's currently, I know I would like to see a discussion uh, about, uh, you know, not only Bobby Lashley's journey, but just like people like Bobby Lashley, people like Cesaro, people, uh, even Batista's run. Batista's run kind of goes under the radar, in my opinion. And you know it's because of it it was like one of those guys who I thought was really really popular, really liked. Uh but he had his ups and downs but you know, it's kind of glossed over because he's such a big star now, but I don't think people really talk about what he brought because he was just as like I don't I don't think people in the mid 2000s viewed him much worse than John Cena. He wasn't the face like John Cena of WWE, but he was just as big as a name like Randy Orton, as a name uh like John Cena. So and and CM Punk he was right in that era with those guys and you know he's a you know a star on another level now but like I think that will be a great profile you know somebody like Dave Bautista and you know just a lot of guys that I grew up kind of watching uh you know even Umaga who wasn't here didn't get a chance to enjoy you know a great a, a long run but it'll be still an interesting show just to talk about his journey at you know from the superhero and training uh i mean not no the four minute warning day all the way to umaga stuff like that and even before that like it's all types of interesting shows because I, I like obscure like not even just the most popular guy like i was into like everyone uh growing up so <laughs> i i can enjoy a good podcast about
0: a lot of greats that's why i just i, I
1: I can keep going forever,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> that was said, but this is what's interesting, because, you know, there is so many to pick from. If you had a superstar profile, Gina, who would you pick as a superstar to look at?
2: Sorry, say again?
0: Who would be your superstar profile? What, as a superstar, what wrestler would you dedicate a podcast to looking at their career?
2: Um... I'm really sorry to say, I'm just going to sound thirsty. Ricky Starks, just so I can find out more about him. Poor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well done. Now, y'all no. just listen to me mark out for three <laughs> minutes. Okay. I've got to be
3: honest.
1: <laughs> I no. just marked out for Did three minutes that? and we <laughs> get to a lustful pick. <laughs> Jack sees <C. laughs> <Jack C. laughs> it, right? Reigns. That's
2: why sure. It's <laughs> always it. fucking work. So There's always gotta be one, you know. <laughs> um You're welcome. I think for me I think for me I would um that there are so many great wrestlers that we could actually choose from. But if I'm thinking about off the top of my head, like real quick right now, I'd love to, you know, kind of get under the sort of like uh get really deep into the path of Shinsuke Nakamura. Um or the likes of uh even um other wrestlers such as like looking into the background of like lucha wrestling, whether or not that's like kind of doing a profile on like the Lucha Brothers or even Andrade I could go back to kind of looking at early Rey Mysterio. Um, because I think that he, you know, definitely became a much bigger star uh joining WWE. But you know, what what about what has he accomplished? before WWE, certain things like that. Um, I, I really love looking at heritage and things like that and um, what uh, that can bring to a wrestler's uh, character as well. Um, I would even love to dive into the psyche of everything Alistair slash Malachi Black. So I would love to just go into a deep, sort of dark place investigating, sort of, you know, uh, Alistair Black or Malachi Black and, and, and his uh, sort of... Um, coming from the Netherlands and and how that sort of like depicted into his character changes and things like that. So that would be where I'd be coming from.
0: Well, no, I said, it's really, really interesting picks and, it's even like when we did William Regal and found out that he faced British Bulldog on a wW paper view like night three. It's only like a 10 or 15-minute match. You think, well, these two guys actually faced off. It'd be interesting to see the history there. And With Ricky Starks, we thought he'd be able to cover his career in about 20 minutes. So that wouldn't be mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I don't but anyway... Yeah. It's funny, she um, said
1: we
3: but can start mean, know, to be a it, short
1: cast
0: and Ray Mysterio I mean, uh, that, that would be a long be the series.
2: funnest 20 minutes of my life.
0: <laughs> you would... You would <laughs> no, to be fair, that's an excellent, excellent point. I'm just trying to get ready because our next Jess Spinelli has asked about games or masturbates and we're going to play a new game and it was a massive hit on the Christmas show. We weren't sure no, if it was but... going to work... <laughs> And it did, Jaxie. The game works, doesn't, doesn't it? It does.
2: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> so basically, it's called reaction. You get get two minutes uh, and one subject. If someone reacts, you get a point. If they stop the argument, much like Jaxie did the other day, you'll get 10 points straight up. So it is about how many points... You can get so basically coming up with the worst subject that you know is going to get reaction. All right, so, so I'll I'll go first. Has anybody got Jack C and Monty? You had time to prepare for this. Monty, I'm sure you've got a couple of crackers.
1: Yeah, I got a couple. I don't know if I. I'm hoping I can get y'all early because I don't have a lot to support <laughs> a lot of my boys So I hope the initial. The initial shock will make someone say something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, we're going to show Gina first. I have like lost this game
2: already. <laughs> <So> we're
0: going <laughs> to show Gina first how to play it just in case she's not sure. I've not explained it. So we've got two minutes on the clock. I'm going to come up with a subject and see if I can get a reaction. All right. So we'll start with two minutes. And my subject is Ricky Starks sucks. That's, that's that's it. That's the reaction subject. Why is he so bad? Well, if it's not his terrible commentary, it's him being an awful wrestler. I mean, he is the worst wrestler. I mean, who would even ask to look at a superstar profile about this guy's? C- you know. I mean, know? No, I think
3: this <laughs> Hang on, is who's that. It. Who's that? I can't do it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't even tell that. No,
3: he's not having
2: any of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't,
0: I couldn't sit through it. So that's stopping the argument, so that's 10 points, you see. That's nice. <laughs> 22 seconds on the clock there, boys and girls. That, that's what we got to look at. That's a record. That is a record. It's a new record, so. Sorry. No, that's fine, it's fine. Uh, you can, you get worried. You get worried after 20 seconds, you think no one's reacted yet. It's like, no one's, <laughs> am I doing it right uh, Monty, you're up then so try and get reaction from us uh, whenever you're ready, tell me your subject and I'll start two minutes
1: Alright my subject is AEW is overrated they are only looked at as good because of the, downside, the downfalls of WWE if it wasn't for the intense hate that fans and most people have for a lot of the mistakes or if whatever, however you look at it, moves that WWE has made, AEW would not be as highly rated or as highly hyped up as they are. They they play to the fans, the marks on the internet, and that is why they are they get a lot of the favorable you know articles, all types of attention from the wrestling media. They get overplayed, forced down the consumer's throat to make you like this because it's an in an in in alternative. It has no other value other than being a different wrestling show than oh the WWE. I it. <laughs>
2: can't be <laughs> I kept it going. I knew
1: they could all, I know you could only take this so long. Oh,
2: no. I, I, I honestly just like I think it's just because I, I, I more want to laugh because I know that you don't even believe without bullshit. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm saving you from, from yourself. Says, I'm yes. sacrificing myself from taking <laughs> and taking the point. I'm taking the hit because that's bullshit, and I know that you don't even believe half that
1: shit.
0: Stop <laughs> in the argument. Stop in the argument. I knew, I knew they boys. couldn't
1: go. Long. It couldn't go. They couldn't go two minutes uh, listening to that. I knew.
0: it. <laughs> well played, Monty. No, I, I well know.
1: didn't want
2: to keep hearing like this bullshit that you clearly know you don't believe in either. So I'm saving. Something. you're welcome <laughs>
0: right. so, thank you jacksy are you ready for yours
2: um well like see i had one in mind right but i believe that you guys are going to agree with me on this statement so you're just going to leave <laughs> me talking for two minutes and i don't really know if everyone wants to really hear me discuss something like this of this of this subject for two minutes straight. If no no one's coming for a minute,
0: (laughs) I'll give you a point to stop it if it gets too
2: bad. Okay, okay.
0: All right, ready?
2: Yes, okay. So my subject is, Charlotte Flair is overrated. Um, She's overrated in so many ways that it's gotten to a point where she's kind of like, Is bored of her own character now you can kind of tell she's rebelling against like even WWE officials, she doesn't really care for it and it's because she's done everything and you know why? Because WWE just hand everything to her on a plate so even when she does actually have good matches and decent matches it is all irrelevant, it all doesn't mean shit because like it's just something else that was handed to her she just really should leave the company Um, and try and make herself somewhere else um, in a different company and actually solidify herself in a place that doesn't actually revolve around her dad.
0: But you don't believe that, do you? You don't don't actually believe that.
2: (laughs) I was actually thinking that you might end up stopping me because you tend to end up like, you know, defending Charlotte whenever I have an issue with one of her matches and you didn't. And this is why I didn't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> to I just interrupted. then. I'm just going to speak up and say, right. like, <laughs> you <just>, you <laughs> you I'm a your point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm getting a point. <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs>
0: Well, it was a minute and twenty-eight, and you got two points there, Jaxie. So well played, I suppose. But I know you don't really believe that. I know you
2: don't. Believe that. Right. I do believe that a hundred percent. Oh
0: my goodness!
1: Well, come on, man. <laughs> I, I held my tongue then because it's part of the game.
0: But like, she not all right. She does. Yeah, she's money, don't, take as a don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. We've still got 30 You're right. Seconds. You're
2: right. I can leave. You Yeah, Monty. You don't get no right. You don't get no right to voice your opinion because if you had an issue with it, then you should have said something during and broke it up. But you didn't. So you have. You have to forever hold your peace now.
0: Uh, you're don't
2: right.
0: I'm gonna say. Yeah. They are the rules. Yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs>
2: Fifty-five
0: seconds for first person to involve there, Jaxie. You got two points. Uh, Monty got 10 points on 49 seconds. I got 22 seconds, but I will go again because that was like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, but Gina, have you come up <laughs> with one of the most controversial subjects, a subject that we will react to?
2: Um, I, I don't know. I can give it a shot, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to go for t-
0: two whole minutes. Look, so as long as it's not Chris Benoit me. is innocent, you'll be fine. All right? So we <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's completely fine. Oh Lord, that If is... it is it's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. No, I won't go with that, so don't worry.
0: Right. right, ready? I'll start the clock and away you go.
2: Um, okay, so I think Cody Rhodes is the best wrestler there is right now in wrestling in terms of every wrestling company. I think the way that he's built himself up and built, built himself to be on this pedestal is working really well for him I think the crowd's not loving him I can't even keep a straight face <laughs> <laughs> you just stopped yourself just,
1: did you get a part for
2: the are you giving <laughs> a points
0: you're giving a points <laughs> no that's funny you're no, doing
2: care. well then that was his, <laughs> I was supposed to it with a straight face but I really couldn't keep it <laughs>
0: Well, <laughs> we
2: have the. Anyone
0: go to the interjections, least <laughs> Well, no,
2: that's. <laughs> well, I'm waiting to hear like your your continuous <laughs> points.
0: Well, you can continue. You have got thirty seconds left, and you have. Well, I'll go through the points at the end, but it might be important.
2: Um. Okay. I I think that he, he, he's obviously set a good family legacy. Going with with wrestling now, and Brandy Rhodes is probably going to become the next women's champ. So they're going to be, you know, power couple on top, like you know, the McMahons, but like two point oh. Um, How
0: dare you say two point?
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that the thing you're calling her out on? is the two point hey. part. It's not even.
1: She <laughs> did pretty like, good. I don't this is really good for your no, first try.
2: I, uh, <laughs> I have to add stop from intervening when you said that they were going to be like the next McMahon's. So I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> well, for a first start, that is excellent. A total of four points in the end for Gina there. Excellent stuff. Um, yeah, four points for reaction, uh, and like I said, Jack's two points. But I might be hoisted on my own petard. I'm gonna start. I'll do another sub subject, and we're going to try and get everybody involved in it, right? I'm going to try and get reaction from all three of you, and I know what you're saying. is pretty hard, but I'm going to try it. So, okay. two minutes. Two minutes. Is, is anybody worried what I'm going to say, Monty? You must be a little yes. worried. <laughs> yes,
1: I'm very worried because I, I know how I know how low you're willing to go. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is... This is
1: just
2: sh- No, you start bashing and I'll
0: be okay. Well, no, Jeannie, you said earlier if you're worried, no, went about, well, you're ahead worried ahead. about the podcast and I'm just about to scrape the bottom of the barrel so you don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for well, a This is going to be bad. It is going to be bad. So, two minutes and the subject oh. is Hulk Hogan deserves a second chance.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I did hear something there but I weren't sure Hulk Hogan deserves a second chance why is this? Well just look at him a complete legend in the business there's no more synonymous with Wrestlemania than Hulk Hogan and many people argue that he and Vincent Mann built it from the ground up and I think that'd be fair to say you look at everything from Wrestlemania 1 to 9 it is Hulk Hogan's main event streak and coming back at 18 to go against The Rock absolutely legendary yes he's had a couple of Discretions, you know, but who, who who hasn't had these problems? You know,
3: who hasn't
0: no. had these
1: problems? No. I'm
2: done, <laughs> I'm God. done. I'll lose. I'm not listening to this bullshit anymore. I refuse. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I I don't really, we either. don't even need to retort. Like you got that. I don't think that will ever be beat.
2: <laughs> Jesus, uh, you you might. That to was me, me at really the beginning, angry. by the
1: way. I was done from the very beginning because I couldn't hold it back. Like I tried. I was like this son of a beach. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: apologize. I kind
1: of
2: thought I was prepared, and I definitely was not prepared for that. <laughs>
0: oh, my god. No. Bro. <sighs> I thought discretion would be the worst. That, was um, that, was <laughs> that would be. Wow. So that's me scraping the sort of like... Yeah, I don't think we're going to get worse than that. I really don't. No. Um, no. Uh, I mean, Monty. No, I
2: think you, I think you can <laughs> have the crown on that one.
0: I think so. Monty, uh, yeah. Priest is not as good as Corbyn. That wouldn't have got you, would it?
1: No, it wouldn't have. Because I I know
0: that's crap. Like, you know, come on.
1: (laughs) All right, what about this? What about WWE Creative needs to start booking NXT UK? Come on. That would have got you. You can fucking get on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They need to book it exactly like 2.0. We need NXT UK 2.0. I want unnecessary horny wrestlers. I want... Terrible length of matches, like squash matches galore. It's only an hour, and I want all three matches to be squashed.
0: Uh, no, that is that – I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat about that later. No. This <laughs> <laughs> like, episode is going, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, well, anyway, after that – and, of course, I should say any – or comments made in reaction is just made for reactional purposes. Please don't send me hate mail yes. thinking that I you should have disclaimed it. that before the, the <laughs> yeah, last... yeah, Damn it, <laughs> listen to this 30 seconds. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure a lot of people are still listening. Um, yeah. We move on, and like I said <laughs> Kylie Cyrus. Hmm. Uh, if that is your real name, uh, asked about James yeah. versus Dan. Now, James versus Dan was a thing we did for oh, many, lot. many years. Every year, we would have a prediction league, and the prediction league we would split up. Uh, first, with WWE, NXT and bonus points, and then eventually AEW. Uh, we'll find out who'd win each league, Uh, through point system at the end of the year. And then all of a sudden, there you go, we'd have the winner. And again, it's not about who won more years than the other person, even though I beat Dan 4-2. It's not about that. It's about the kind of (laughs) team spirit of all being together. And, And I can announce right now in the new year, it will be return of the Prediction League. Now, we will have a look into it, whether it will be all the pay per views and the specials put together, or if we will separate a- a- NXT to WWE. But it means we'll have bonus points as well, so we can make wild bonus point suggestions uh, and everything like that. Uh, what is everybody's thoughts? Monty's, what is your thought of doing a prediction league and maybe the loser? Well, we did have forfeits uh, for the loser. So one year I lost, and I wore uh, Chris Benoit's uh, raw top. Too raw at the O2. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, I didn't get as many complaints as when Dan won Enzo Amore's top just after the couple of claims that he had against him. And we had an angry oh. German man tapping him on his shoulder, going, Yeah, you're doing what Enzo has been done for all this now, yeah? It's not acceptable. <laughs> and which one of the greatest <laughs> moments that we've had. I said, I don't know why he's wearing it. Oh my Disgusting. god, I love that. <laughs>
2: Made, I would have made him my best friend I'd have been like, do you know what, me and you both Do you know how offended I am right now by that t-shirt <laughs> And he's with me Yeah,
0: I, I mean, would have
2: made best friends with him
0: We could forfeit, so if Gina was to lose We could we could get a Ricky Stark Sucks top that she would be, have to wear You know, stuff like this that we can have a look at Oh my
2: gosh, that would be <laughs> my nightmare
0: <laughs> well, Or we could put a Kenny Omega
1: Is the GOAT t-shirt on you guys well, if you
2: want
0: to be there, if you want to be there, yes, I'm, I'm yes. <laughs> uh, Dan drew the line. At
2: we could me even go as like we could go as far as to like uh, you know giving you that that a picture of uh, you know um, Kenny Omega and is it Don Callis? Oh
1: lord! The picture.
2: <laughs> well, Dan drew drew to the get line. That thing.
0: At, um, Nikki Bella. So I don't think cosplay is going to come. So if we ask Monty uh, to dress up as Charlotte Flair, I don't think that's going to work. Oh. <laughs> what be. an ugly Charlotte! That <laughs> would be. Well, at least at least uh, Jackson <laughs> will like <laughs> you. That's one of the positives. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I would
2: actually
3: find that hilarious.
0: <laughs> So anyway, the return of the prediction league. Not a chance in hell, by the way. Monty, (laughs) you you have been smashing it recent times with AEW and NXT. Do you think the prediction league is a good idea?
1: Yes, I believe
0: it's a good idea because I
1: I have high expectations that I will win. Keep this footage. Like, I want you guys to play it back when I do win or when I lose so I can look stupid. That is great content, James. I'm I'm helping you out. Content creator right here. You already know what I do. But I'm going to win. I'm on a lucky streak now. I don't want to jinx myself. But it, it takes a little bit of skill to be as good as I am at this point. So, yeah, I got high expectations going there. I think I'll be good. I think I'll be fine. You guys might as well get ready
0: to do some dares or something. <laughs> got to get a little trash talk Add a little drama.
2: got <laughs> show off that confidence.
0: Uh, we'll move on. Um, we've got Stu Pot. Again, are these real names? You're just making them up. And again, no offense, Stu. I mean, Mr. Pot. The year-end predictions. Now, this is very, very near and dear from my heart because we've got bonus predictions. And this marks up towards them. So, at the start of the year, we're going to try it. So, at the start of the year, or the end of the year, as it was, I make a list of basically champions in all different uh, promotions. You can have a little bit out of breath because i have to reach to get these awards. So, these are year-end ones. So, hopefully we can do it next year. We're going to have a look right now exclusively at my ones, and basically it will be a point for every champion. Right? You can hear the envelope in the background. This is official stuff, so it will make more sense once I start reading it. To be fair, so the year end prediction. So, WWE champion at the end of the year. So you can all laugh at me if you want. We we'll get we we'll tick them off with a right, tick them off with a rain. So last year I fought the WWE champion in this year would be Drew McIntyre. Not great, but still. No, sure. Man. You, you say oh, Matt. Oh, different show. Right, you wait. It's a year. It's been a year. Universal <laughs> champion. Universal champion, Roman Reigns. Oh,
1: that was a safe
0: bet. I'm
2: shocked, yeah. We all knew that. We what,
0: all last knew that. year. Last year. <laughs> we, I'm going to get very
2: defensive. No, I definitely, No, I definitely knew that Roman would be holding the belt for the rest of the year.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Intercontinental <laughs> champion. <laughs> Intercontinental champion. I put Kevin Owens. Well. Yeah. No. Well, listen. Yeah, US champion, well. Damian Priest. Eh? Well. Hey? Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have that. Okay. A okay. little skill. A
1: little, little bit of skill there.
0: Okay. 24 uh, 7 champion, our truth. Forget about that. We'd not I mean, win. I don't blame you there. Who else would you Who else? <laughs>
1: Like who else? Who's gonna say Dana? I was gonna say who would you have you're chosen? Right. Who would have guessed Dana? Well, I I tell it, we're we're to wrong,
0: you're wrong. And a lot can change <laughs> in a year. Women's tag team champions. I put the iconics. We're not even in the company. <laughs> <anymore>. Shut <laughs>
2: up! <It's> not- <laughs> well, I mean, that was
1: <laughs> I know you couldn't have known they were gonna be gone, but
0: yeah, <laughs> still well, funny to think about.
2: To be I t- violins over
0: this part. Well, I don't know what I was smoking when I put weight champion Kurt Stallion. That's... <laughs> also, out of the company.
1: Oh, hey, but you did know it was going to be Malcolm Beavis's, uh, you know, someone he was managing, I
0: guess. So, I you know. Raw Tag Small Team point. Champions, Usos. I'm going to give myself half a point because they are smack. Yeah, you're good. You're fine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team yeah, Champions. Yeah, I was going to say, give yourself half a point. Yeah, I was going to give myself five there. SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits. So, not them. Not uh, a bad guess. Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte. See, Charlotte is champion again. Never yeah. a bad guess. <laughs> uh, we're
2: always going to have Charlotte as one of the two. Let's just face it, James. We were always yeah. going to put her there because guess what? She always gets handed the title.
0: Well, this is it. SmackDown Ooh. Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. So, unfortunately, that doesn't make the cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should
2: have oh, been, though. Don't a bit, bit bittersweet right there because of, I would have probably put the same. Um, so that's real bittersweet. I'm you,
0: Becky. Oh, it's going to get worse now. Uh, so, NXT champion, I put Karrion Cross. <laughs> <It's not>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, NXT, we just get this quick. We get quickly out. NXT tag team champions, MSK. NXT women's champions. Is the Ray NXT Northman champ <laughs> Timothy Thatcher? That is all wrong. Where is Timothy
1: Thatcher? <laughs> Someone put out
0: a, a search. Oh oh my God. God. Where is he?
2: What has happened to Timothy? Is he not there? Is not on NXT?
0: No, he's, he's not, not been around for ages, forever. <laughs> right. NXT UK champion Ilya Dragunov. You see, I know my stuff. Okay. I know my stuff. It really Annoying, really annoying. NXT UK tag team champions, pretty deadly. They were champions about two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> <That's up. laughs> Mustache Mountain. NXT UK women's champion Piper Niven. At least she's not been released. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. What the fuck was I thinking about AEW? Uh, the world champion Kenny Omega. <laughs> I don't know why I would go Omega. A new Page would win. Brit Baker as women's champion. Yep, yeah, <laughs> that is all right. TNT champion mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah, and yeah. fucking hell, it shows how much you year. saw him
2: by the end of this year. What? <laughs> you saw him winning Orange Cassidy winning the TNT title by the end of this year. Yeah. That was a, that's an interesting pick.
0: Oh, thanks, thanks for saying really? it's shit. I mean, it's not
1: <laughs>
2: <funny>. <laughs> I'm not because that means that you're indicating that I'm saying Orange Cassidy is shit and he's not. But I just don't know why that just came as a bit of a shock for me that you would have thought he would have been the champion at the end of the year. Well,
0: this is what gone for the AEW tag team champions private party, which shows sometimes a year doesn't work out for people. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh fuck me I told y'all about
1: Mad Hardy. I told you
0: Impact
2: yeah which is <laughs> shame because I love Private Party as well they're really
0: good Impact Impact now this is terrible okay. Gold Champion Brian Myers
1: Moose
0: uh, Hi, Brian Myers uh. I thought Myers would be champion <laughs> X Division Champion Chris Bay uh, which he's not. It's Trey Miguel. No. Uh, Impact Tag Titles, the North, who are not even a team anymore. Uh, mm. uh, Impact Women is Tanil Dashwood, which, again, work working <laughs> around the tag team division. And Fire A Flavor, which aren't even a team anymore in Impact. Yeah. Shit. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the world champion, I've gone for oh. Kotu Abushi. Well. <laughs> so, thanks. Again, not a bad
1: guess, though. Not a bad guess. You didn't know. Like, honestly, he could be in Okada's place fighting Shingo. He could be. We don't know if Okada was going to win the G1. So, that's not a bad guess. Uh,
0: And then we've got, of course, we'll all be doing this for next year as well. Men's Rumble winner, I put Daniel Bryan. Uh, Women's Rumble Hmm. winner... Bianca Belair, so at least that's right. Okay, there we go. That's Uh, cool. Final four men and women. I have no idea who the final four was, but I put Belair, Ripley and Charlotte, and I'm pretty sure those three were hanging around there at that point. Uh, And then Undertaker's WrestleMania opponent, Hall of Fame, which didn't happen. Uh, Men's Money in the Bank, Sami Zayn, I wish. Uh, Women's Money in the Bank, Charlotte. Fucking hell. Surprise return! <laughs> surprise return! CM Punk. Oh hello. Turns CM Punk does get the point for surprise. You knew return. that last I put, December. That's what I put last December. I put CM Punk surprise return. Wow. Um, surprise oh. wrestling oh, Did you Did you say? Uh, but, no, well, no, I didn't put. Did you I know he could... in August? I didn't. I didn't put, <laughs> I just put he's going to come back. No, I, I mean, <laughs> like.
2: No, like, did you put CM Punk
1: is going to, like, come to AEW? (laughs) I just put return. CM Punk
0: is going to return. Give me the point, Uh, Jack. It
2: didn't matter where.
0: (laughs) He didn't care where. He was just, like, (laughs) going to return. Well, surprise wrestler (laughs) leaving Nakamura, and that didn't happen. So you can see uh, um, three Mania matches. Reigns v. Bryan, Blair v. Banks, and Orton versus The Fiend. Yeah. Well, we chuck Edge in there, and I suppose that is nearly three of the Mania matches. Yeah. Will there be fans at WrestleMania? Yes. WrestleMania main event, Reigns versus Bryan. Uh, SummerSlam main event, Reigns versus McIntyre. Survivor Series main event, five Mm, on five. And will WWE perform in UK this year? No, and they did. Uh, And five (laughs) five bonus (laughs) predictions. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, McIntyre wow. wins the WWE title, which didn't happen. Omega competes <laughs> on New Japan, which didn't happen. Regal has a match, <laughs> which didn't happen. Wow. retires. oh, no, you mean it's not, didn't you it happen. But Becky Lynch did return, so one out of five. There you go, there. So, overall, oh, not cool. too bad. I wouldn't say too bad, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. Better
0: than I would have did, I believe.
1: Yeah, honestly. I think. I, a I don't think I got great, great prediction skills. Well, we will
0: find that far out. ahead. I uh, will email everybody this, and we can fill it out. And this time next year on the show, we can do this uh, for the bonus predictions as well. So that'll be fun. Uh And then um, we got asked by Susie Hernandez about the formation of the new team WNR now. It took a lot of work. I'm not gonna lie, especially after Dan left. Uh, Like to thank Francis Wright, of course. Jared, Dan, and Dwayne that helped out. Grabs of Raph, who will never do a podcast with me ever again. That was my first like by myself, and you guys know how bad I am with technology. This guy lost his shit with me. Uh, We've got Simon and Chris (laughs) from Slept Match Pod. Slep Slep Match Pod. Jackson were nice guys. Simon and Chris as well. They were. A special shout-out to them. It was so much fun working with them. Of course, the ultimate one on the Chokeslam report. Uh, we've got Gina with us now, who's been a part uh, of this team. I've even had my mum, my, my sister... Uh, and the butler that we had for a while. It's not actually the butler. Uh, and, of course, uh, Monty and Jaxie as well, which makes the the, w, the team WNR or the W R team uh, thing. Uh, it's just in really good shape at this moment in time, I would say. And Kelvin Singh asks, what does the future hold? Which is a very interesting question. Monty, at this time in your head, uh, where are you with the, the team WNR? What are your thoughts towards it? looking ahead into 2022 yeah well i mean we
1: had a a history making year as far as wrestling go and i think this is kind of like a can be a history making type of year uh for this podcast you know the way everything came together and the way you know kind of being part of a team and knowing that you know we all are knowledgeable and passionate about what we love to watch which is wrestling and uh and just being able to come here and have these conversations, man, it's, it's really cool to be a part of it. And I think the future is, is bright. And we, like I said, I think the future is bright for professional wrestling. Therefore, the future is even brighter for this show. Because like the better the wrestling and the, the more invested in the show, um, the more invested in the show that we all watch, I think the better the product comes. Uh, because I, uh, the better this product comes out. Like my my favorite shows of ours. In my opinion, was when black the black and gold brand of NXT was doing some of their best work. In, in my opinion, and we had fun with watching those shows. Therefore, we had fun reviewing it. And I think, as uh, you know, no matter who's missing, who's here, every time when everyone comes together, we all it just flowed really well from the very first time we did this. So I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And like I said, next year I think it's going to be even better and even more fun.
0: I think that's excellent, Monty. Lovely words there. Jaxie, what about you? What are your thoughts for what's upcoming?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for yet another year um, of WNR. It's It's been getting um, really exciting just to kind of uh, reach that sort of one-year mark of myself with this uh, podcast and just joining the team. And it's just been so much fun. Um, it's just been a way to just sort of express um um, a passion of mine that I don't necessarily get to kind of express anywhere else so um I've I've been having so much fun doing this and I just look forward to kind of another creative year with hopefully a lot more to show um a lot more progression as goes with the content that we discussed so yeah
0: and uh, I say, like, Gina, we've not put you off wrestling for life. Being on here, have we? <laughs> like, you still, you're still a fan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm definitely still a fan. Um, I I suppose I like, I would like to try and watch a bit more wrestling other than AEW next year if I can. So maybe I can chime in a little bit more on other other things other than AEW. But I definitely appreciate being invited to join you guys and i've had fun on both shows so hopefully you'll have me back for a third
0: Oh without a doubt but we're not over yet because like us talk about we've got a lot of upcoming in 2022 and i um, mean i say there's a lot there is a lot we've got wwe day one which is going to happen i don't know what day it's on uh but I'm, I'm sure it will be around uh it's the 1st of january obviously uh we've got uh Edge versus The Miz here, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, Big E, Rollins, Owens and Bobby Lashley. Uh, Jax, are you looking forward to day one? Um, I, do you know what?
2: A little bit, yeah. So recently I was just kind of catching up with some Raw and just kind of going on the whole sort of dis, uh, discussion with Bobby Lashley and 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 where we've kind of seen him kind of his ups and downs this year. Um, it looks or, or seems to me now. I haven't been watching it like actually watching the show. I've been just kind of catching up with catch up of it. Um, it seems to me like he might be turning face. So there's a lot of like exciting kind of things coming out. Um, of this and he's just kind of been in, uh added to the what was a triple threat, making it now a fatal four way. Um, for the Biggie E uh, title match. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see that um, and, and just kind of see all four of these men just go at it. So, yeah, looking forward to it, actually, for once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's a quite exciting card. It should be good. Uh, and it doesn't stop there because then on the 5th of January, it's NXT New Year's Evil. Now, Monty, no matches have been announced, but can we... Basically, say at this point, Chumper versus Bron Baker for the NXT title will happen there, and what will happen?
1: Yeah, I'm expecting we're definitely going to finally we're definitely going to get that rematch, but I think it's going to be like a stipulation of some sort, ladder match, or you know, some type. You know, they they they, they probably going to do this blow off you know in that type of way, uh, in a way that. Probably I can predict a star-building performance to start off the new year. I mean, it's 2.0. Everyone they've, they've done a great job, in my opinion, of basically letting everyone know that this is not the same NXT. And I think what better way of sending that message than giving it to Bron Breaker, who is one of the shining stars of their new breed in NXT. And I think they obviously have big plans for him. I don't even think he'll be in NXT at that long. You know, they, they like to rush a lot of these things. So I wouldn't be surprised if he can if he won in January, in January, won the championship, carried it to like maybe post before post mania to the takeover. That'll be with Mania and then pop up on Raw literally in twenty two. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened for Braun Breaker because, you know, a lot of time even if he's done rushing it a little bit I just it just wouldn't shock me. He's just such a WWE guy. He has the moveset, you know, barring not only from Uncle and his dad, but just the raw athleticism and explosiveness in the ring. And he's been in the, the stuff that he's been doing with Chomper has been uh interesting stuff, I must say. So I wouldn't be surprised. I see nothing but big things and break for the future, man.
0: Yeah, without that, it should be fun to see him. We got a little bit of hope war games war games as well, gave us a little bit of hope. So hopefully uh it can deliver and then January eighth we have got AEW's Battle of the Belts. The only match announced so far is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Rio for the AEW Women's Championship match. Uh, Gina, are you excited for this event? And what other matches would you want to see added in? Maybe Danielson versus um, Paige?
2: Yeah, I definitely think they're going to do Danielson versus Page. If not um, before, then definitely here. Uh, that would be really fun to watch. I, I would love to see Brit and Riho again because I do feel like they've got quite a bit going in terms of Brit having never beat Riho Re- before and they've kind of build up, built up on that. The fact that Riho was, wasn't really counted as being um, eliminated out of the Battle Royal. So I definitely think that they could like build on the story and um, make it a really exciting event to look forward to. Um there, there are quite a few matches that definitely will be catching my eye. I'm wondering whether we're going to see more tag action with Andrade and Malachi Black, and seeing where they're at when it comes to the pay per view. Um, so yeah, I definitely am excited to see more.
0: Right, uh, we'll be interested on the exact same day as Battle of Belts Impact Hard to Kill their first pay per view. Of the year, we're gonna have Jonah, the former Bronson Reed, versus Josh Alexander, which will be an interesting match-up. Mickey James versus Perazzo, two in a Texas Death Match, and Moose versus Matt Cardona versus W. Morrissey. Now, uh, watching Impact recently, the story of Matt Cardona uh, being called even mid Matt Cardona and trying to get his opportunity. I-, I would love to see him win the world title here, the Impact World Title, but I've just got a feeling Josh Alexander is obviously next in line after what Monty called the kind of worst night of Josh Alexander's life that happened down for glory. Uh, Monty, with your limited impact knowledge, do you think they should give Cardona a chance or is it all about Josh Alexander?
1: Yeah, I think the future is definitely Alexander. I, don't, I think that's who you bet your money on if you impact. That's who should lead them into the next era of impact. I think impact was at his best when they had a guy that Josh Alexander reminds, I think, a lot of us of, and that's Kurt Angle when he's working and he's in the ring. And uh, I think they should lean on that. But, you know, spe- especially like I say, he has to beat Moose also. It's like you can't have someone do him the way Moose did him that night and then him not get revenge against that guy so as much as I would like to see Cardano because I can see them paying that off and I can see that being a decent story and I wouldn't even mind it actually for maybe even something temporary but at some point they have to make sure that the focus and they build this up the right way ends up being a moose and Alexander uh blow off at some point Uh, I hope they don't do what impact tends to do and that's kind of you know confuse things and overcomplicate Really, in my opinion, a simple revenge story that they could tell perfectly if they just do it did it the right way.
0: Well, and I just realized that on the January eighth, we're going to have an Impact pay per view battle of belts, and we're going to have night three of Wrestle Kingdom. As well, that night will be NJPW versus Pro Wrestling Noah. On the 4th and 5th, yeah. we'll have the Wrestle Kingdom 16 shows, which we've got Shingo uh, versus Okada for the IW World Heavyweight Championship, even. And the winner of that will face Will Ospreay uh, on the second night. Because Will Ospreay has been saying mm-hmm. that he is the... Well, what was... The, I mean, trying to do it got turn. Ospreay got um, was it injured... And they asked to relinquish his title. He kept hold of it and said he is the undisputed champion. We've obviously had Shingo as champion. Okada is like the John Cena type, I guess, we're getting this year. Can Okada get the job done? Monty, I know uh, we don't want to stick on it too long, but what are your Wrestle Kingdom thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a fun show. It's going to be packed. Uh, like you said, you mentioned day one, and then you mentioned you know, going into that, and then you have AEW, and then you have Impact. Like the beginning of January, they're immediately trying to work me to Delft, as you can see. But I cannot uh, wait, honestly, for Russell Kingdom. It's always one of the strongest cards. And uh, like you said, even with the Noah group card that they're doing uh, with, with Noah on the third night, uh seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun moments possible and just a big deal in Japan with two organ two Japanese restaurant organizations working together in the dome like that. You know, that's it's just a big moment and then like you said, with the story, with Osprey's of uh, the, the World Championship dilemma finally we have at this moment, I know it may sound confusing, but we have three people walking around with world championships <laughs> in New Japan. So uh finally, it'd be nice to finally put an end to that with no confusion. We finally get an undisputed champion, whether it's Shingo, whether it's Okada, and Will Ospreay. And I, I honestly don't – I'd really be surprised if Okada does not walk out on top, honestly, because it's been a few years since he has. And he is, uh, since he has kind of walked out and won in these scenarios, it'd just be really surprising to me if he kind of fails, like, you know, uh, in this scenario again. But we'll see. And I think that's kind of exciting. To see what happened, and also I think with Shingo, who I told you uh, recently, carried New Japan on his back. If he just loses on the first night and it automatically goes back to Okada, what happens next with Shingo? And like, well, or if Ospreay loses his belt after being the un- the, the undisputed champion in his, in his mind for so long, what happens next with him in the United Empire? Like I said, it's just a very exciting time in New Japan Pro Wrestling, as January always is, and this is this is just like. Every other, even the last four or five Wrestle Kingdoms with that buzz, New Japan is just different around this time of year. And that's because they're throwing everything they can to make three of the best cards that they possibly can make at this point. So uh, I'm excited.
0: Well, if that wasn't enough wrestling, we end the month with the Royal Rumble. And, And Jackson, the Royal Rumble is actually probably WWE's most exciting time of year. I don't think there's no one that doesn't like a Rumble.
2: Exactly. I mean, you you can actually even talk go go out there and talk to non wrestling fans who know exactly what the Royal Rumble is and what it's about. Um, you don't need to actually be a wrestling fan to actually enjoy um something along the lines of this pay per view. And um, you know, regardless as to the outcome of wh- whoever it is that wins in the Royal Rumble, you you've kind of left uh, having um a great time. Whilst watching it, so it's always going to be exciting at
0: the end of the Well and what's going to be exciting as well is that will be uh, the first live show of the Raw Rumble. Gina, like I said, you're more than welcome. We're going to have uh, well, without mini games, we're going to have full of Raw Rumble who eliminates who predictions, and also, Jacks, we were talking about stats and uh, stuff that is full of Raw Rumble as well. So, the live show should be great. But, Gina, the question is, is it just right. too much wrestling? Is it just too much? But do they need to just like stop it? Or you know, do we need to select a couple? Can everybody watch everything?
2: Do you mean just WWE or... I just...
0: Is there, it's too or much in shit. It's Impact, in New Japan, like I said, all the stuff we're talking about. I,
2: mean, I will admit that I'm gutted that I miss out on great matches from other productions because I don't have enough time to watch all, all of them the different wrestling companies. So I do, like, regret as a fan not having enough time to be able to watch all the different wrestling um, shows. Um, but I also don't want to say is it too much because I don't think that we should just have one or two and that's it because it would just feel... That would definitely feel forced upon, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because, like I said, this year for me, I took on too much stuff. I tried, <laughs> I tried Impact, that like I said, AW... Uh, NXT UK is a pleasure to watch but NXT yeah yeah, like I said every episode of those programs was watched by me this year I started strong from about God September time Um, so I'm trying to watch everything but sometimes you just get sick of wrestling some days you go oh I don't want to see another 25 minute classic damn you and I think sometimes that kind of (laughs) Needs to be worked on with person schedule. It is a such thing as burnout, yeah. It's a such
1: thing as burnout, <laughs> man. You can get burned out, and
0: uh, it's funny though because, like, we come from a
1: uh, we kind of so privileged, also. Because, like, you make a good point when it was just WWE and it wasn't really much alternative out there, it, a lot wrestling was nowhere near as popular, in my opinion. I definitely didn't, didn't have the buzz that it has now, if you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. We went from only from Hating the fact that we only really had one style of wrestling to get behind, and then slowly but surely as the years that went by, we have like 15 almost yeah. <laughs> now. So yeah, it's, it's just crazy to me how that's happened.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting as well, and, and to go full circle, circle turn the turn scouts circle uh, around, is to have a look at, like I said, with burnout because. When I first started this podcast, let's say May 4th, 2015, the kind of excitement of butterflies that you get where you're not sure what journey, you know, you're going to start on. And like I said, the people that have been here along the way, and some people that like, you think are always going to be there. And then obviously things happen in life as they do, even with wrestling or outside it. And to get to this point now, in the last couple of years have been fucking awful. As in with COVID happening and with everything that behind for the WNR you like I said a godsend with Monty and Jaxie to come here and we've actually at a point now where I'm looking at it and thinking we've had all the, the hard work and now the Avengers can actually assemble we can look at 2022 and go right what do we do now you know I think for me there's so much and it's not burnout you'd think doing it for this amount of time seven years I get bored and I'm probably more excited than I ever have been doing a show and it's thanks to you too and of course you Gina as well let's not forget
2: it's not A very special guest.
1: <laughs> yeah. All oh, that <they> mushiness. <laughs> so, oh, you really yeah. you like us. You really yeah. like us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has been a journey, though. You know, <laughs> it has. Probably, like, it's, probably, it's Probably the right
2: word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has been a journey, and um, we talk about could be changes for the W and R in the new year. Because I know, guys, we do too much sometimes, you know. Uh, so we'll have to have a look at that and work out whether we maybe end prelude for now. I definitely want to keep Monty working with NXT and NXT UK. You know, I think if he's not doing four or five shows a month, I'm not working him hard enough, you know. <laughs> I mean... I, mean... <laughs> no, we're Jackson, I don't mind reducing your so schedule. Ever. You know, so I don't mind reducing. If you want to... You know, just WWE special events and AEW stuff. That's cool. But Monty will be like five shows. That, that's,
2: that's... Wait, are you trying to get rid of me now?
0: What? See, he needs me. You're he not really my needs opinion. me. Yeah. Now, like I said, we'll have a I look. I don't know
2: whether or not I should take this as a compliment.
0: Always as a compliment. You see... We won't get bored of each other, unlike, you know, maybe other people on the show. I'm not, I'm not saying anything, Monty. Like I said, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yeah, I'm sick
1: of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, past the pleasantries now. but And that's the exciting thing. And that's what we're going to look at in the next 12 months as well. At uh, a position where, look, look at wrestling. You know, look, let's look back at 2021 as we did last year from when we are, and the improvements of such. I mean, there's only one thing that hasn't improved, and that, of course, was NXT. But there is hope. Monty, there is hope for 2.0, isn't there?
1: Yes. Maybe, we're being, maybe we uh, are just drunk off a really good show because they actually put on a decent, a really good show, for change. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that we get more of what we like and less of what we hate. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take, to for it to perfect itself, but maybe, maybe over the next year we'll finally see 2.0 coming to its all.
0: Yeah. I'm or keeping the, my fingers crossed. Yeah, the worst happens. Uh, what can Gina? What can AEW do do to drop the ball in the next year? What would really piss you off? Apart from obviously firing Ricky Sucks? that that would. Yeah, they better not do that. <laughs> That's for
2: sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, Unless they do something dramatic like break the Dark Order up, I think that would break a lot of people's hearts. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think like another thing that would wow everybody is um, getting an a, a actual leader for the Dark Order as well because I know that people are still discussing that. Um, so I'll be interested to see which way it goes.
0: Yeah, it's interesting times ahead. For AEW, you know, especially where we see we're seeing Punk and Daniel Bra- Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson is at the end of it as well, at the end of the year. And even with WWE, I mean, Jaxie, do they need an end game with Roman Reigns? Do they need to have a McIntyre or someone in place to dethrone him or should it be Brock Lesnar? Oh
2: no, definitely. I um as much as I actually really am enjoying the character of Brock Lesnar, they need to have like the ultimate baby face, someone that they're really trying to like build someone fresh, someone new to come and take that belt from Roman in order to really fully put them over. You know, we we've seen this countless times in previous years with WWE where they tease bringing on a fresh new baby face. Um, perfect examples are Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. And then Vince drops a ball halfway through. We need to kind of see a consistent build the kind of storyline that that takes over a year maybe to even build and that is exactly what they did with hangman page and his redemption arc they kind of need to kind of adopt to that sort of way of thinking when it comes to who, who whoever they have in mind to dethroning roman reigns they've done a lot to build up this character and my tribal chief has done well so you really do need to have someone who's likeable who's winning the fans over and who was probably going to be able to try and at least win part of me over. Otherwise Vince will never hear it down. If, um, if, if just some nomad just comes and takes it off of Roman Reigns with no like ultimate storyline. And it's just cause. So it needs to be epic.
0: Well, like I said, and hopefully 2022 will be epic. Like I said, after doing it for this amount of time. And, I mean, you guys are all kind of old to the business now because you'll be saying, oh, I remember the w and used to be in 300. See, they we're start, <laughs> starting afresh uh, when it comes to WR four hundred four hundred 400, 400 W&Rs down. There is so much we haven't got to today, which we'll either use again for other shows. Uh, and, like I said, all the people with the emails that I didn't get to as well, thank you very much. Like I said, without you, it is just a sad man talking to a mic. Uh, and it built from there. Now look at us, you know, a whole team behind us and all these people here uh, enjoying it. So I'll ask every single one of you can tell me you lie or not. Monty, did you enjoy the Dubbin' R400, and did it live up to the greatest show of all time?
1: Yes, I definitely enjoyed it. It was a nice, you know, scroll down memory lane, but also fun, you know, testing out people's reaction, how to... That, that By the way, that game is literally all about how to press people's buttons, and I don't know if we need to keep doing that. Now that I think about it, but anyway, it was fun. It's still fun, you know, so at the end of the day, and uh, yeah, this is all cool, you know, it's, just, it's, it's cool to be a part of something like this, you know, 400 episodes. Like I said, man, what a hell of an achievement, and to be a part of it, to like you said, now being the 400, after doing all, so many episodes in the 300s, and just all the stuff that we have seen together, and all the stuff that we're gonna we're gonna be seeing going forward, like, oh man, I'm just excited to keep this going and uh yeah, man, this is this was all fun. And in my opinion, it definitely lived up to it, but I'm also involved, so I'm very, very
0: biased. <laughs> but I think this is definitely the greatest
1: <laughs> podcast of all time.
0: Uh, See, what do you think? Do you think it takes the award?
1: I
2: mean, I think it's a very strong contender, um, for for taking that award. I mean, Again, just like Monty said, we are very biased when we're on it. But, I mean, I do feel like having having my sister on here is a, a nice little advantage as well. So I think this made it extra special.
0: Well, it is always extra special to have Gina on. Gina, how have you found it? Is it the greatest podcast you've ever been involved in?
2: <laughs> oh, for sure. This is definitely my favourite podcast. It's definitely the best episode as well. Um, not <laughs> just because I'm on it. <laughs> but I've had so much fun and I feel like I've learned a lot from you guys again even though it's like my second podcast with you guys I, I feel like I learn a lot from being involved and yeah I just appreciate being included with the team
0: All right, Dan, you'll be coming back for the you up for the Royal Rumble live show as well
2: yeah I'm down for that
0: don't sound too excited uh we will we, like i said i bring you so much oh, yeah. in the new year of course our first show will be well the, the day one and that will be with jackson of course uh with everything else that we've got coming up as well so 400 w and r downs and that's it for today don't forget across all social media twitter at the WNR podcast uh monty where can people find and listen to you
1: at my Monty Pod on Twitter. Click my link tree in the bio. You can listen to my latest podcast, everything that I'm doing, and uh check out my blog site. So yeah, I'm, I'm working hard. Next year is gonna be my year. I got a lot more stuff planned. I got a lot more content and a lot more ideas that I'm ready to put on display. And next year, like you said, not only with this podcast, but with my own stuff, I am ready to put my best foot forward and have a little fun. So
0: uh, I can't wait. And, yeah, check me out. Uh Jaxy, where can people find you?
2: Yeah, you uh, you guys can find me you know where it's at Jaxie Scarlet on Instagram and Twitter.
0: And Gina, are you interested in people uh <laughs> knowing where they can get your information?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fine with me. My Twitter is uh purple pain with an E on the end. And my
0: Instagram is purplerain1089. I'm at the WNRJR. And I've had a lot of emails if I'm at the WNRJR or I'm at WNRJR. I'm at WNRJR, but I say I'm at the WNRJR. If I say WRJR again, I think I've said it too many times. Uh, anyway, WNR, also on Facebook and Instagram. across all the Google platforms send us an email, the podcast at gmail.com and YouTube and Double podcast for the latest clips podcast at the same time on YouTube. as do SoundCloud on your phone. Also Spotify and iTunes where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. So that is it. Like I said, our next episode is day one with Jaxie. But until then, I have been James Rodens for the 400th show. I was joined by Monty, by Jaxie, and, of course, by Gina. Thanks, you guys, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: Adios.
3: Bye. Bye.